This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. All right, we are going to get into a lot, including uh, the NLDS roster, Brian Kenny. We'll also get into some of the NFL things that happened over the weekend that we haven't really talked about yet. So let's start, though, first. Number five. The Padres NLDS roster. It came out for them earlier today. Really no big changes other than Mike Clevenger replacing Brandon Dixon on the roster. So, Tony, would you have made any other changes? Nope. This roster is, those are all the 26 guys that need to be on this roster. Um, no, I would make no changes. Chris? Well, I think it was a good move to uh, put Mike Clevenger on in place of Brandon Dixon because I expect Clevenger to pitch better than Dixon would pitch tonight. <laughs> so I think that was a solid choice by Bob Melvin there. Um, but no, uh, you got 13 pitchers. Uh, you're going to probably need them all to get through this series against L.A. And, uh, yeah, I don't think anybody was necessarily left off. So let's go to let's go to bat. Let's go to war. We're ready. I know. I, I you know what? One thing is true. I've been around uh, driving around town today. There are lots of Padres people fans very excited. I've seen flags. I've seen people just yelling "Go Padres!" stuff like that. So, been waiting a long that, time that should, for this opportunity. That should be no surprise. I mean, no. we've been talking about this forever. <laughs> I mean, even during the 2020 season, we're still talking about it. So. Yeah, let's, it's, it's time to go to work. Number four. Well, MLB Network's Brian Kenny, he had some things to say about Joe Musgrove and his uh, start the other night against the Mets in New York. We all know Buck Showalter went out there and had the, re- the referees. I'm looking at a soccer clip as I'm reading this. The umpires check Joe for sticky substances. Well, he was on high heat with uh, Chris Mad Dog Russo, and Brian Kenny said this. Uh, you're gonna fight me. I'm just saying right now. You believe Brian Kenny, in your opinion, you believe that just Joe Musgrove cheated last night in game three. The evidence that I'm looking at indicates that he made a huge leap in spin rate. Don't give me the indicate. Yeah. Yes or no? Well, uh, did he cheat? Dog, dog. 
I didn't change with him I yesterday. You I didn't why. change with him. Yes or no? If you're saying what's the greater leap of faith, the greater leap of faith is to believe he wasn't using any stuff. And when he was asked after the game last night, they said, right. "Hey, what you know? What did they find on you?" He goes, "Oh, uh, you know, what's on your ears? Oh, I don't know. They didn't find anything. How about there's nothing on my ears?" What? So, in other words, you think Joe Musgrove cheated? Yeah. Okay, that, that's it. Oh, man. All right. I don't even know where to start with this, to be honest, because he he went on later. There was another clip floating around of him at de- describing why he thought that because he put the spin rates up and everything like that. But, Chris, my question to you guys is how uh, why is Brian Kenny like this to the Padres? That's I, the best question we got on this one no. is why is Brian Kenny like this? This guy has been a mess for a long time. All right, Sorry. you asked the question. No, it's okay because it was a bad question. I don't think we need a question. We can just comment yeah, just, on what just, he said. That's just and, perfect. You know, right. basically what he said is irresponsible. I mean, that's the bottom line. I mean, it's irresponsible because he doesn't have anything to back it up. Uh, Buck Showalter, I, I think, was out of pocket even to check him in the first place. But even if you think that Buck Showalter was okay to check him, the umpires did check him. They found nothing wrong. Uh, it, it, it sets a dangerous precedent, what Show Walter did. I mean, are you going to tell me now that every time a team is getting shut out playoff game, they're going to uh, they're going to blame the pitcher for cheating? I mean, that's basically what Show Walter was doing. He was calling into character uh, Musgrove and uh, Brian Kenny's doing much the same thing without any proof or without any evidence to back it up. As I said yesterday, Brian Kenny's an idiot. He's always been one. Uh, I don't know if he's picking on the Padres, but he's showing that he's irresponsible. I mean, it, it, to be on a national televised program on the MLB network and to be basically uh, claiming that one of the pitchers in the league is flat out cheating in a playoff game without any evidence is just uh, it's irreprehensible as I tried to say yesterday and did a better job of saying this time uh well yes it was it was great yesterday it was great now Tony what do you have to say about this I I, I full just full transparency I've always had an issue with Brian Kenny, like uh, this dates back to when he was covering boxing and how he used to talk about certain boxers used to just irritate me. And it moved on to when he was trying to bring my dad. um, In my opinion, he was trying to make my dad's career seem less than in order to make the point that Tim Raines should be in the Hall of Fame. And he didn't need to do that. Tim Raines was a Hall of Famer, I think, by a lot of people's count, regardless of trying to bring my father into it. So that being said, um, as Chris said, this this guy is is an idiot. It's response is irresponsible. A eh? and this is the problem. Uh, and so you know you have this whole analytic versus quote unquote old school thoughts, right? And this is the problem that people have with folks who only look at analytics and numbers to make valid points. So his point was that. His spin rate was up higher than it was during the regular season. That is something that can be accounted for in pure adrenaline and pure just, you know what, letting it all go at that point. Maybe not everybody can reach that level, but I'm willing to bet that there are a lot of pitchers who have higher spin rates uh, come you know, playoff time. It's, it's a different monster. And, and so then the whole point of, what happens when you've never actually thrown a baseball hard enough to be able to 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 have your own experience to to put this with? And that's Brian Kenny. This dude is like the least athletic person I've ever seen in my life. I'm pretty positive 
He's never been able to spin a baseball at any point in his life. And so he has to re- to rely on these numbers because he doesn't have anything else to, to really pin it out, pin it to because he's never done it himself. And that's the problem with cats like this. Um, they they want to be in the know. And then you're going to you're going to go out and try to disparage a man's character based on some numbers that you see that may be a, a little bit irregular than than what you than what you normally saw during the, the the regular season and that's supposed to be enough evidence to get on national TV and and, and disparage my man Joe like it, it's it's really it's this is who this guy is and uh I, I I've never been a fan he's he's uh you know I'll leave it at that well, I, I'm not going to leave it at that, Tony. I'm going to add to the fact that they did show that almost everybody's spin rate is up pitching in the postseason, uh, not just Joe Musgrove. So that's something that he conveniently left out of his argument. And, and this really is a bad look because you're going ahead and you're saying something, and a lot of people believe you just listening to you because you're in a position to say something that, as you said, disparages Musgrove's character. There's a lot of people out there who don't know Joe Musgrove who think maybe he's a cheat now and and that like i said it's completely irresponsible he should be taken off the air for saying by, by, something he, that that he really should be and and the other thing his last his last point he made which was the dumbest of all of the points um <laughs> when he said when he they asked him what was on his ears he said i don't know i didn't find they didn't find nothing it, that's good enough he literally had an umpire scrape around his ears oh, bro don't remind me <laughs> and, and, and you know the you know my man uh, Alfonso Marquez was probably not happy that he had to rub his fingers around Joe's ears considering he probably was sweating like crazy. I don't know. Maybe it's sweat. Jesus. I'm I'd sorry. like to see a Joe no. Musgrove spin rate pitch come a little high and tight on Brian Kenny. <laughs> it would never great. happen because he is he is not capable of picking up a bat, <laughs> just like he wasn't capable. I remember, I remember an ESPN scene when when Floyd Mayweather was trying to make nice after he had already aired my man. Uh, uh, what's his name again? Conor McGregor. No, uh, who are we talking about? Brian, Brian Kenny. Kenny. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, Chris uh, actually shadow. He, he right had now. he had already aired him out at one point, and you know that machine where they kind of test your power, your punch oh, power. Yes, yes, yes. He yes. did this thing, and it was <laughs> it was pathetic. It was absolutely <laughs> pathetic. Floyd had to like show him how to use his hip. So if he can't use his hip to throw a punch, you know he ain't gonna be used to be able to use his legs to to swing a baseball bat. So <laughs> I digress. I'm sorry. This guy's a clown. Man, I loved every minute of everything that was. I don't even know that we have to do the rest of the big five. No, I think think that speaks for itself. I think the show's over. I had no idea that any of this had taken place until I came in today. That's good though. That's good though. You're you're disconnected, which is probably better than being too connected like we are. Wow. Yeah. What a. a, I'm all for people being in media who have never played a professional sport because that's people like. That's why I hesitated to say that because I don't want it to come off like. You're anti, but but, but yeah. when but when you're going to use strictly numbers to attack somebody's character, yeah. when you can't, I, all he, I'm, dude, all those pitchers in there that they got, he couldn't ask anybody. Hey, come um, postseason, is your adrenaline a little bit higher? Could you foresee maybe some spin rate being up? He could ask anybody. <laughs> he could have. He could have. Well, just, that's just a clown show. Number three. Uh, the NFL is only five weeks into the 2022 season, but they have faced a whole lot of controversy in that time. First, we had the Tua Tonga Vailoa head injury, and then the Tua rule needed to be developed. 
Now in week five, there's going to be discussion about roughing the passer penalties. The Falcons were called for this after they stopped Tom Brady and the Buccaneers late in the game, which gave the Bucs a first down, and they were able to ice the game from there. Last night, Chiefs defensive end Chris Jones was called for it, even though he actually ended up with the ball after that play. They said that he roughed the passer because he put all of his body weight down on Derek Carr. So, Tony, what kind of changes do you think the NFL needs to make on this role? Let me say this, too. Chris Jones was interviewed after the game, and he said that if they're going to do something like change the tour rule, then they should also maybe review some of these roughing the passer plays or have some sort of double-checking on it because it's becoming ridiculous. Tony, what kind of changes does the NFL need to make? That's the change right there. They need to review those type of calls because in real time, in that particular play, for instance, in real time, it's hard to see that he is putting his left hand down to really take because do you remember before they put the rule in about this you would see defensive linemen literally put their hands up like they were splashing in a pool as they <laughs> yes. put as they put all their body weight on guys yeah the the fact that he put his left hand down to at least brace i mean he's three as he said 345 325 um <laughs> as to at least take away some of that weight that is the the move to make i think those type of calls should be reviewable because on the flip side of that that same Tom Brady throwdown tackle happened to Patrick Mahomes. They didn't call it. And so, you know, I think that for that specific call, it should be something that they can take a look at if they deem necessary. Uh, Chris, what do you think? they got to start deeming it necessary uh, to take a look at it. You ought to be able to challenge some of these roughing the passer calls. And uh, I think the NFL came out today and said they're going to look at it at the end of the season. That's going to be far too late. There's going to yeah. be too many games decided by this. The Atlanta play was ludicrous. There was no way that was roughing the passer. The Falcons should have gotten the ball back and had a chance to win that game. And it uh, it, it just it reeked of protecting Tom Brady too much, which is something a lot of people are critical of already. I will tell you this, when Tua Tonga-Vailoa was flung to the ground and got the concussion in Cincinnati, there was no penalty on that play. I just want to let everybody know, that was not even deemed roughing the passer. The Atlanta play against Tom Brady was far less physical than that. Uh, And and, and for Chris Jones, uh, that was another absurd call last night. There's no question about it. Uh, I don't know where he's supposed to land. I mean, he made the tackle. He fell down on top of Derek Carr. Uh, That ought to be reviewable. The NFL needs to put that rule in immediately because it's, uh, it's messing up games right now. I can't necessarily, although I'd like to blame the referees for poor judgment, they're being told to protect the quarterback at all costs, but they need to be more consistent. If you're going to call it on against Brady, then uh, the Tonga-Vailoa play for sure right. should have been right. you know, called. I mean, the guy was knocked out of action who knows for how long. So uh, it, it's the inconsistencies that bother the fans, and the NFL better, better figure it out sooner rather than later. Yes. Number two. Los Angeles Chargers coach Brandon Staley expressed no second thoughts Monday regarding his late-game fourth-down decision a day earlier that almost lost them the game. They ended up winning 30-28, to but they went for it on fourth and uh, short when on their own 46-yard line, which then gave the Browns the ball, and they were able to attempt a 54-yard field goal. Cade York missed that field goal, so it worked out for the Chargers and Brandon Staley. But you know who was watching from home? Keenan Allen, wide receiver, Mm. hamstring injury. He's nursing that hamstring injury at home. He tweeted something and then deleted it. But he tweeted right after they went for it on fourth down, WTF are we doing? And then he deleted it. 
uh, Brandon Staley said, you know what? We're cool. We're even closer now that we've talked about this issue. Which yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure, too. Chris, do you think Staley is on the verge of losing this team? Uh, no, I don't think it's that uh, drastic, but I think that Keenan Allen is saying and uh, tweeting something that a lot of his team probably felt. I mean, everybody yeah. came to his defense after the game and said, oh, that's our coach. He goes for it. I'm going to stick by him no matter what. But that was a stupid decision. And, and and even though some of the analytics said it was the right decision, that just goes to show you how stupid analytics are. I mean, there's less <laughs> than a minute to play in the game. You punt the football. The Browns have no timeouts. They're going to have to drive the length of the field to get in field goal range. Instead, they took a chance of giving them the ball right there at midfield. And Cleveland very nearly made him pay for that decision. At the time of the move, I thought it was really, really stupid. I was thinking WTF. And I was also thinking, Brandon Staley, this is what he does. I mean, he, yeah. he goes for it even without reason behind it. So I, I don't think he's going to lose his team, but they lose a couple games like that. There's going to be a lot more criticism than there was this time, not just from Keenan Allen. Yeah. Uh, Tony, do you think Brandon Staley is on the verge of losing the Chargers? No, but uh, there is the key. That last part that Chris mentioned, they lose some more games. Dudes are, are going to start feeling some type of way. Because if Keenan's feeling like that, I could I would consider him one of the leaders on that yeah, he's team. he's been on there a long time. Um, I would say that there's probably other guys, as Chris said, that are uh, feeling the same way. And if you keep losing ball games, I don't care you know who you are and what the analytics say, dudes will, will tune you out. And that as seems like the death uh, kneel for all head coaches in the NFL. Once guys stop listening to you, or don't believe in your your culture, message, your, your scheme, your message. They tune you out, and after that, it's you, 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 it doesn't matter how talented your team is. We see that all the time in the NFL. So, uh, no, I don't think that we're at that point at this point uh, at to right now. But I just think um, eventually you keep making those. And here's my other question, right? Because that's what. I feel like we're having these type of conversations a lot about the Chargers over the last two years. The whole fourth down thing. Um, at some point, if it's if you're losing games, even when the analytics are telling you that certain plays are are, are, are good are green light, and those plays end up being big factors in you losing games, does the analytics is it really beneficial at that point? That's my question. Yeah, I just can't the, believe that the analytics said that was the smart play right there. There was no reason. The there that's was the nothing. There was so little to gain other than keeping the ball and running out the clock. Right. As opposed to giving Cleveland a whole field to go with no timeouts, it didn't seem like the risk was anywhere near worth the reward. That's the other thing. Are we being bamboozled? Is he just telling us that's <laughs> yeah, what the analytics right. said? <laughs> that's because right. we we actually haven't seen the data that he's selling us. That you yeah, know, this is right. what this is what he can tell us anything he wants at this point. Yeah, he, I didn't he, believe yeah. it. Take that for data. Number one. All right, no question here, but we have another injury of the strange variety popping up in baseball. I don't know if you guys saw this, but it was with a member of the Phillies, per Rob Thompson, who is now the uh, manager of the Philadelphia Phillies after an extension uh, yesterday, I believe. Uh, Phillies reliever David Robertson strained his right calf Jumping up in joy in the air when Bryce Harper homered against the Cardinals last round. He did not make the roster because he is out for the team in the division series. So, I mean, no real question, as I said, but we've been covering injuries of the strange. And I would say celebrating for your teammate is a pretty strange injury. 
It's pretty yeah. strange, but it's not surprising. I mean, guys right. get injured in these celebrations. I mean, we, we, we go all the way back to the, you know, I remember uh, one of the players on the Houston Astros many years ago cut his finger opening, you know, a bottle of champagne and missed a playoff series. I mean, if you're going to celebrate, uh, you run the risk of uh, getting hurt. I mean, it's 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 a long shot, but uh, you got to be a little careful with your celebration. David Robertson paid the price this time, and the Phillies are going to be lesser without him because that bullpen is already a question mark. All right. Thank you, guys. That is it for the Big Five. When we get back, I, I we're won't gonna... answer that question. That's cool. Oh, I thought <laughs> I gave you a Give space. Him a chance. I gave you a space. You, I thought you were done. Go ahead. I, I never did. I even say anything on this question. Not that I heard. Uh, okay, I'm sorry, <laughs> Tony. Will you please? I'm going to pull down the music. Will you please? Will you please uh, answer this for us? What Chris said. <laughs> oh my goodness! That was not worth my time. Wait a minute, Scraby. Don't get too upset. You might strain a muscle. Oh, I just did. I'm down. I'm out. Chris and I are going to get you set for this game one between the Dodgers and the Padres. Stick around. Uh, We will have lots of information for you on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.